Today is Monday. No, let me get the tiger pack out my mouth real quick. Hey, today is Monday, November the 28th, 2022. And it is a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, folks, we start rating the dove, smoking the Crimson pack here on this Monday as the Gamecocks snap the streak. They take down the Tigers by a final score of 31 to 30, folks. We're going to talk some ball. We're going to celebrate together here on this Monday and look back on the day that was at Memorial Stadium as Shane Beamer and company take down Clem Sucks in one of the most memorable games in the rivalry that you will ever see. Also, guys, I'll give you my biggest takeaway from Saturday. We'll hand out tons of TSUS game balls. We'll talk slap dicks of the weekend because... Folks, I kept receipts, and there's a lot of people to call out on this Monday. Also, we'll hand out the weekly Cock Commander MVP award as well. Also, news and notes to get into, your listener questions, your voicemails. Folks, we have got an electric show, as you can imagine, here on this Victory Monday. And, of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Price Picks. Go down the Price Picks app, go to pricepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. Here's how it works you pick two to five players, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry, guys. It's literally just you against. The projection. They also allow mixed sport entries. So for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes, parlay with the over on Spencer Rattler. If you like, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Which, by the way, the over total on passing yards hit for Spencer Rattler this weekend. I just want to point that out. But they got college sports, pro sports, anything and everything in between. They've also got a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both in the App Store Google Play, and they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. Guys, so many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. Go down with the Prize Picks app, go to prizepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. 
Beamer ball, beamer ball, beamer ball to the moon. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Monday. Hope you are all doing well. And it feels good to be good on this victory Monday. And Clem sucks. It sucks to suck. Clemson, oh, what happened? Oh, what's going on? Happy Monday. Appreciate you all tuning in. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up. She was always in folks. You know, I got to admit, you know what the most amazing part about today's show is, is that I'm able to take the Clem Sucks pack out of my mouth long enough to record this podcast but again thank you all so much for tuning in it is a great day truly to have a day I want to say thank you to each and every single one of you and I hope this show does find you well no matter where you are what you are doing and appreciate you all hope you had a very delete that Hope you had a very fantastic Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend, Black Friday, all that great stuff. And of course, the game on Saturday, which was the exclamation point indeed. Oh, how good it feels. I I am just so giddy, so happy, so excited, so full of joy here on this Monday to record this show I can't stop smiling. I can't stop laughing. And man, it, it's just, God. oh man, I feel so great. Again, appreciate you all tuning in, guys. Thank you all so much. Hey, before we get rolling, you know, this show, it's so funny, guys. Normally I stay pretty, I won't say on script, obviously, because because the podcast is not scripted, but I, I kind of have a certain flow of things or kind of how I go about things. But similar to after the Tennessee game, you know, when you win, there's so many emotions and so many swirling things and you're going a thousand miles an hour and you can't post enough content. You can't create enough merch. And uh, so I I don't know exactly where we're going to go today, but guys, and I hope you all had a very happy Thanksgiving weekend. And I'm so excited to be all with you here on this Monday. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so excited. I'm so filled with joy here on this Monday. The joy has been found, ladies and gentlemen. It was found at Memorial Stadium, and no pack has tasted as sweet as the Clem Sucks pack. Folks, again, thank you all so much for tuning in. I want to start by saying thank you for all the love and the support on social media. We hit 30,000 on Twitter and Facebook over the weekend and you know you get so caught up in the game and the content and these new milestones and these new peaks that you hit and these accomplishments etc 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 but I had to stop myself for a moment on Sunday afternoon because I recall way back in 2017 January of 2017 when we were at 30 followers 30 on Twitter and we did not even have an Instagram, or a Facebook page. And so for us to this weekend, on this weekend of all weekends, after the big game on Saturday, to hit 30,000 followers on Twitter and on Facebook, couple that with the insane outpouring of support in regards to the merchandise, guys. Merch 
to the moon. And I promise when we do our end of year review and recap, and you know, that's one of my favorite parts, obviously, as we turn the calendar over to the next year, as we look back at all of our accomplishments and everything we did over the calendar year, I will just let you guys know and give you guys some insight in regards to our successes in regards to merchandise and really everything in between. But you know, I, I I don't lose perspective and don't lose sight of how incredible and how special it is, this community that we've built. And, you know, the outpouring of love and support. And I, I've said it many times, but I'll say it again. What makes it so cool and so unique and so special is that I truly don't feel like, and I haven't built my business off of it, I'm, I'm speaking to the audience. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking almost like down to an audience. You see a lot of people or hear a lot of people that that kind of feels like what they're doing, at least. I really feel like this is all of us. Like, we are all achieving this together. You know what I mean? I'm a fan, same as you. I just happen to be a guy behind a microphone that that speaks his truth and tells it how it is and has a relentless grind and has a ton of passion and, and uh, has an outlet to channel it. But it's, it's just so cool and so special, man, that we get to celebrate things together. And again, seeing the community continue to grow and grow and grow and you guys continue. I know there's many of you out there that have been rocking with us since the, since the armchair days. And there's probably a good bit of you that are listening that have been rocking with us since the 30 follower days on Twitter and the days when we just started on Facebook. And so to hit 30,000 across those two platforms. And again, it's just perfect timing, right? The timing is always perfect. Things happen where they're supposed to happen. And for it to happen this weekend, when the Gamecocks snap their seven game losing streak to the Clem sucks tigers and a new streak begins for it to happen on this weekend. And the way in which it did, man, I mean, I just, I don't want to be corny or anything or cliche, but you just can't even dream it up. You know what I mean? It, it goes beyond all dreams and all comprehension. And, you know, reality is pretty cool these days. And reality is a cool thing. And, and what we're accomplishing right now is a cool thing. And, again, I just, this is just the beginning. I still feel that way, man. To the moon, we're rocking, we're rolling. I'm enjoying the journey. The joy's in the journey, man. I'm enjoying every single step of the way. So I appreciate y'all. You know, normally guys, I've got kind of not a, not a script. Obviously you guys know, I don't do anything by script, but normally I've got these bullet points and got them, you know, everything sort of laid out in the shows. We're going to hit this point, then this point, then this point. I'm probably going to be jumping all over the place because guys, this is a celebration show here on this one day. Hey, we can talk more statistics all throughout the week. We're going to be rocking and rolling on the daily crow. The daily crow is going to be electric this week it is going to be absolutely electric cannot wait to hang out with y'all there take your questions comments calls noon to two on facebook youtube twitter and twitch it's going to be one hell of a time but uh dude let's get into that game i, I mean <laughs> i'm just so freaking happy hey i'm so happy i'm so happy man i don't know how i still have a voice by the way Dude, first off, want to say thank you to all of those who came to our final watch party at Carolina Ale House in Harbison. What a time it was watching with you all. To those of you who traveled to Memorial Stadium, got to rush the field. Shout out to my Rippers who came and stayed the weekend and went to the game. But all of you wearing garnet and black that went into enemy territory and got to witness that firsthand. Shout out to you, and I know that's a memory that'll live with you forever, but what a game. I, I mean, what a performance. You know, my biggest takeaway, guys, just simply put, there's so many takeaways, but a team win, all three phases in Memorial Stadium that leads to a special, special season. And we hit eight and four. I mean, who would have thunk a couple of weeks ago 
if I would have told you guys, we're going to finish this season eight and four. And I tell you guys looking back, because it's crazy to think that two weeks ago to the date, we were sitting here on a therapy Monday. And it was a therapy week after the game. Cops got thoroughly embarrassed in Gainesville, right? I mean, just flat out tails beaten up and down the field. But I almost look back and I say, maybe that was the best thing that happened to South Carolina football all season. Because that loss was so abysmal. That loss was so embarrassing that it forced change. Something changed, guys. Something changed. Whether it was the attitude of the players, whether it was play calling duties, whether it was philosophies, something, something gave, right? And pressure creates diamonds, right? I say it all the time. Pressure is a privilege. And pressure and adversity, that's when real character is revealed. And over these last two games, these last two games, back-to-back wins over top 10 teams for the first time in school history. First ever time. The character of this team showed, and I don't know that there was a game that was a greater representative and example than the game we saw on Saturday. You don't win that game without great character. You don't win that game without great leadership at the top. I mean, you look at this ball game, and we all thought early on, oh my God, this is about to be another typical South Carolina Clem sucks game. Clem sucks going to dominate. Dude, I even, I'll be honest with you, when Spencer had that early pick six, I had flashes of 2017 in my head. I was like, oh my God, this is the Jake Bentley pick all over again. This is this is this is 2017 all over again. They're about to dominate us. I'm gonna look like a fool for picking the W. What is going on? Clem Sucks jumps out to a quick 14 to nothing lead. But this team didn't flinch. This team didn't crack, right? You go into halftime, down by nine points. What was it? 23 to 14. Team didn't flinch. Team didn't crack. I mean, you think about all the adversity in this ballgame that this team overcame. Pick six, safety, interception at the goal line, blown call on the backwards pass, which, folks, don't even get me started on that. My God. I mean, if we're not going to get the call right after replay, then why do we have replay? Anyways, the backwards pass. Playing, by the way in Memorial Stadium, playing against a team you hadn't beaten since 2013. Every single time when they went to break, well, Clemson's this record when they lead at halftime. Well, they're this record when they lead after the third quarter. Well, they're this record when a guy rushes for 200 yards. They're this record. They're this, like everything. Every freaking record you could throw out there. They kept putting it on the TV, putting it on the TV, putting it on the TV. We heard it all week long, all this record and this and this and this and this negative trend and this. Who gives a damn about any of that shit? Who cares? This team didn't flinch. This team didn't crack. And it was all led, or I I should say all led. All three facets led in their own way. But it was led by Spencer Rattler at QB1. Spencer Rattler. I mean, unbelievable, unbelievably masterful performance. Over the last two weeks. And yes, he had the mistakes. He had the mistakes early on. He had that pick six. He had that red zone I can see that was, you thought that might have been a dagger, to be honest with you. But you look at his stat line, 25 of 39, 
360 yards. He had the two picks, but he had the two touchdowns as well on some beautifully thrown balls, by the way. And you know what's so crazy to me, guys, about that stat line? Not just that he threw for 360. Carolina ran the ball for 54 yards, 1.7 yards per carry. Clem Sucks knew we couldn't run it. They knew we had to throw. And Spencer Rattler, he didn't give a damn. Just kept shoving it down their throat, kept pushing it down the field. I I mean, as tough as his season was this year, guys, when you look, I think, at these last two weeks, you know, it's hard to... It's hard to have the argument of like, does he rank in the top five? Does he rank in this top three? Does he rank this, that? Because it's a it's a it's a one season sample size, right? But like these two wins, he will he has cemented himself, in my opinion, as an all time game cops great. And, and I know the question turns to is he coming back next year? What's his plan? Guys, I don't know. We will have to wait and see. I've heard nothing. And right now, honestly, I'm living in a state of I'm living in a state of bliss and enjoying this victory. And I, I haven't even really hardly started to think about or process uh, if QB one's going to run it back. I mean, obviously, I'd love to see it selfishly, but I think that's a decision he'll have to make at some point. But when you just look at the way he balled out over the last two ball games, I, I mean, Spencer Rattler has cemented himself, as I just said, as a Gamecocks legend. Uh, just for that. And and if we're three, four, five, six years down the road and South Carolina football is is achieving great heights, winning, you know, double-digit games, going to SEC championships, national championships. And I said this about Jason Brown last year too, actually, and that football team, right? You build a program. You stack good seasons on good seasons and great players on great players. And you build and you build and you build and you build. And you, build, and you get 1% better and 1% better. Dude, I will forever look back on that this Spencer Rattler season, and while again it has been ugly, the majority of the season was ugly. These last two weeks alone have made your season. I, I mean, truly, and I, I thought Shane Beamer just phrased it beautifully that he told his football team after that embarrassment in Gainesville that they had an opportunity to change the narrative of South Carolina football moving forward if they could win these next two games effectively Tennessee and Clemson. And <laughs> you think where we were two weeks ago to right now, I mean, it's incredible. I, th- there's so many people that need to be recognized. And I, and I want to say this, I am so, 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 so happy for Gamecock Nation. I'm happy for myself, obviously, but I'm happy for Gamecock Nation, man. Everybody, everybody that bleeds Garnet and Black, everybody that has had to put up with the relentless trash talk from those people in the upstate wearing the orange and purple. I am so, so happy for Gamecock Nation, those who have stuck by this program side through thick and thin. I'm not talking about people who have been sunshine pumpers, who have never been critical, but people that through the good and through the bad have been here. Day after day, game after game, season after season, to get this dub, man, just unbelievable. You know, I talk Spencer Rattler on offense. You know, you, you go down the list of guys on the offensive side. Antoine Wells Jr., 
your daddy. He's your daddy, Clem Sox. He's your daddy. Spencer Rattler's your daddy. Antoine Wells, your daddy. Nine for 131 and two tutties. <laughs> Dude, Jukes. What a legend. What a legend. The way that South Carolina was attacking the defense. I know it was shaky early on, and we were like, oh, my God, have we reverted back to our old ways? Seeing them push the ball down the field. and You know, shout out to Nate Adkins. What a game from him. Four catches for 62 yards, by the way. But that one-hander that he had, that was another tone setter. Right? We talked about going for it on fourth down against Tennessee. That was a tone setter. That one-hander by Nate Atkins, that was a tone setter, man. Big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. And Nate Atkins has kind of been a guy going throughout the season. It played okay football. You know, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing great, but had played solid football. But by far his biggest play of the season when he made that one-handed catch. Um, you know, I, I, you just you just think of the way that changed the momentum in the ball game. Uh, Josh Van, it was unfortunate. He got hurt. Thankfully, it sounds like it's not an ACL. He had a good game, two for 56 when he was playing. Yeah, Juju McDowell had the big one, one for 65. Jalen Brooks, three for 33. You know, you keep looking. Marshawn Lloyd, I, I give him kudos. I don't think Marshawn was probably even remotely near 100%, but I think he wanted to tough it out for his team and play 11 carries for 16 yards. Jaheim Bellett running back, man, nine carries for 29. Had the touchdown, right? He was a big impact player. His attitude and swag, I think, is something that is infectious, right, and, and, and positively rubs off on this team defensively. I, I mean – my goodness, dude. I, I mean, the defense, you know, we've been talking all week, and we actually just dropped the new merch. Guys, of course, we dropped the Clem Sucks Victory Tee, but we've also dropped, we've collabed with uh, with Made by Jocelyn. Shout out to her. Incredible stuff, incredible work. We've collabed with her to drop the the Drop Yo Nuts tees. And, I mean, dude, the, the, the defense, that is the best way. When I look back at 2022, the best way to describe this defense is Drop Yo Nuts. And, and this, and bro, this defense, this defense on Saturday, they dropped their nuts and then some. I think Clemson had like 86 yards. Let's take a look. I think they had 86 yards of offense in the second half. DJ, 8 for 29 for 99 yards of tutty and a pick. <laughs> nice stats, bozo. Anyways, Clayton White, masterful job making second-half adjustments. You know, Will Shipley obviously was fantastic for them. We knew he was a really good player. 237 yards for Clem Sucks. But again, you held him to under 100 yards passing. And I, and I tell you this, you know what's funny? What you saw in this game, guys, because I, I think what's incredible about the victory, in Carolina, by the way, Clem Sucks, if you got any people, if any Clem Sucks folks are listening, I've seen some outlandish, foolish, ridiculous takes on social media about, well, our team's forgotten how to do this, and our team dabbo this. And No, no, you haven't forgotten how to do anything. You just got your ass handed to you. Let's set the record straight. You got your ass handed, and you should be thankful. You should be grateful that it was only a one-point loss because it should have been a lot more. I mean, again, we're talking about a pick six. We're talking a safety. We're talking a red zone INT. We're talking about the backwards pass that should have been a scoop and score. We're talking, I mean, everything that went into that ball game, that went in Clem Sucks' favor and Carolina still, still won the ball game. Still won the ball game. So I, I don't want to hear about, no, no, there wasn't no shoulda, coulda, whatever. No, Carolina should have won that ball game by double digits. That's really what should have happened, if we're being honest. Okay. But anyways, 
Clayton White squad, drop their nuts, man. Drop their nuts, especially that second half. And you look at the fourth. Like, what I loved about that ballgame, Shane Beamer preaches all the time, we're a fourth-quarter team. We win the fourth quarter. win the fourth quarter. And I had supreme confidence because I felt like, you know what, they preach all the time. We believe, hey, the fourth quarter's ours. This is our quarter. This is ours right here. This is ours. And I think I read something. Clem Sucks had, like, it was like six of their seven drives in the second half went for 25 yards or less. I don't, don't, don't. Hold me true. It's something like that, though. But, uh, I mean, the defense just nutted up, dude. Dropped their freaking nuts all over the Tigers' forehead and just had a freaking field day. Just had a field day on it, man. Um, and then special teams. My God, this Beaver Ball! The special teams, bro. The special teams. Kai Kroger, don't do it to him. If Kai Kroger don't win the Ray Guy Award, I mean, throw it out. Just, 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 you know what? Throw the award out. Just throw the award out because it don't make any sense. It's a broken system if Kai Kroger doesn't win the Ray Guy. How about Mitch Jeter? Perfect on the season in field goal. Didn't miss a field goal here. We talked about that all preseason, guys. I know special teams isn't the sexiest or flashiest thing. It's about to become it, though. I guarantee you next season, next summer, when I'm doing my opponent, my uh, position unit or my 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 just overall previews, and I'm talking offense, defense, especially, I bet you that special teams podcast is gonna get listened to now, because special teams is here to stay with Shane Beamer. Special teams is here to stay with Pete Limbo. It's here to stay, right? And we talked about all summer about you know he's got to replace Parker White, all time leading scorer, and Elliot Fry was the leading scorer before, and like there's all this pressure on on Mitch Jeter. All he did was go ten for ten this season. That's all he did. Went 10 for 10. No big deal. Brush your shoulders off, kid. No big deal. And then you look at the plays, the big return by Amari and Brown. And, dude, I, I just – you look at that game, that was such a team victory. I mean, that that's – and I know that's what makes it special for those guys in the locker room, man, is that, like, it wasn't – like, everybody had a helping hand in that ballgame. Everybody did. Everybody did. And, uh, God, it feels so good to be good and – Clem sucks. What happened? Uh, <laughs> to get bragging rights and to beat them in that way and to beat them on their home field and to snap that streak and and and, and for our fans to rush the field and to meet at the pole. Oh, it's poetic justice. It's it, it's it's poetry in motion. It's it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And Clem sucks. Let me tell you something, and to, and to everybody else tuned in, right? Because I'm just going to go ahead and admit it, and I don't give a damn who hears me say it and how you feel about it. I am going to be within reason now, okay? Not not nothing crazy, not nothing that'll get me canceled or anything, but I am going to be the worst kind of winner this week. I, I'm just going to go ahead and let you all know, this week specifically, I'm going to be the worst kind of winner. Because I, I want to give you all some perspective, okay, from my angle. Day in, day out, I create content around the game. Class. I don't take days off, okay? I love what I do. I grind. I hustle. I get after it through baseball, through basketball, through football, through the summer, through everything, okay? And day in, day out, for the past what I started doing this January 2017, basically since then. So for the past five years, since I've been creating content around the Gamecocks, day in, day out, I have dealt with Clem Suck slap dicks. 
all in my mentions and my comments and every piece of content and calling in on the voicemail line and calling in on the Daily Crow and infiltrating everything they could. And you know what? To a degree, they had that right because they owned the winning streak. They had beaten South Carolina. They owned that right to do so. Well, now it's time to face the music. Now it's time to pay the Pied Piper because I'm here. We're here, Clem Sucks. And let me tell you, folks, I will be dancing on graves all week. I will be smoking the pack all week long. We're going to be smoking the pack all week. We're going to be talking that talk. Don't talk no shit. There won't be no shit. Clem Sucks fans, I am your worst nightmare. I will haunt you for the next 363 days or so until the next game. And guess what? If we win again, guess what? If we win again, I'm going to haunt you for the next 365 to the next game. I will live in your mother freaking nightmares, man. I am going to be that person that you're, you're most hated. My number one goal is to be hated more than any other Gamecock on this planet by all of Clem Sucks Nation. I will remind you day in, day out that you are losers. Who the hair? You're a loser. You're a loser. You're a loser. And folks, don't feel bad for them. Because listen, I, I grew up, for those of you that don't know, I grew up in beautiful North Augusta, South Carolina. Shout out my hometown of N.A. Shout out to CSRA. And I know there's some slap dicks in there, too, by the way. I saw y'all talking shit. I, 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 I see more than you think. And I saw some comments. We're back home, you boys in North Augusta talking. Well, you, you, you can, you can, you can, you're a slap dick. I ain't going to say what I was going to say. I'm going to try to keep it somewhat respectful, but you're a slap dick, too. It's all good. Hey, and there's some Gamecocks, too, that maybe not like me. Guess what? You're a slap dick, too. If you're a Gamecock agreeing with a Clem Sucks fan and anything, you're a slap dick, too. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. There's some Gamecocks that are slap dicks. It's whatever. But, folks, don't feel bad for these people because I grew up in North Augusta. I, I grew up around these Clem Sucks people. I grew up around them. These Clem Sucks people, this game means a lot to all of us, but these Clem Sucks people, bro, the ones that I've interacted with, I would, I swear to you, I think they hate Carolina more than they like their own team. This game, like, bro, the people on social media, and y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm going to get to them in just a second. These people on social media that literally they live – in the mentions of Gamecocks football. They live in our mentions. They live in our DMs. They live in Instagram comments and Facebook comments. They are broken. They are broken. Don't feel sorry for them. Step on their throats. Kill them. Make them eat shit every day until we play again. Oh, no, no. I have no sympathy. I have none. I have none for you. You want to come at my personal life. People want to throw accusations about me on social media that are baseless and have no, have no fact to them, but just throw them around. Attack someone's character. You, you want to run my name through the mud. You want to attack my livelihood. Well, I'm going to make your life a living fucking hell on social media. That's a promise, and I can tell you one thing. I'm a man of my word. Like the Joker said in Batman, I'm a man of my word. I promise you I'm a man of my word. So Clem sucks. It sucks to suck. 
Spencer Rattler told him, told you guys, hold my cock. Antoine Wells said, hold my cock. Hold the cocks. Big cock club energy. Face the music. It's time to face the music. It's time to pay the Pied Piper. Listen, you've had your time. You taught your shit. Kudos, congratulations. We are here. We are here. And guess what? We ain't going nowhere. Because guess what? Now we found something. Eight and four. Program on the rise. Beamer ball to the mother freaking moon. Beamer ball to the moon, baby. To the moon. We just getting started. This entire week, guys, hey, I, I will probably have some more content this week that's a little bit more. Let's dive in the stats and let's talk about the game. And, bro, this is a celebration Monday. It's a celebration Monday. I want them to hear me all the way in Tigertown, from Tigertown to Charleston to Hilton Head to Savannah to Myrtle to Cola to North Augusta to Rock Hill to Charlotte, everywhere. Everywhere. Wear that Block C proud. Wear your Beamer ball. Whatever merch you got, wear it proud, man. Wear it proud because we have put up with the shit for long enough. For long enough. And by the way, last thing. I, I don't, I'm not normally, and I'm not even coming from an I told you so point of view, but it's funny because I, <laughs> doing what I do, right? Like I catch a lot of flack and it's cool. I love it. I sign up for it. I catch a lot of flack though for like predictions. And I saw a lot on Friday. Oh, it's the kiss of death. Chris, you're the kiss of death. Oh, you're the kiss of death. I would also like to point out that I did pick the win. We got the dub. I picked eight and four over the summer with a win over Clemson. We got the dub. I said it back over the summer. Hey, I got a funny feeling about this game. I think DJ used a slap dick. I think Spencer Rattler's going to outdo him. Got a bunch of shit. We got the dub. Exactly that happened. No big deal. Just want to point that out. All right. Let's get into some TSUS game balls. And normally I just hand out two or three. Guys, we got tons of game balls to hand out. Every single coordinator should get one. Marcus Satterfield. Hey, listen. Listen. I'll tip my freaking cap. I'll tip my cap. Whatever changed, whatever happened, you know what? Marcus Satterfield, you are the offensive coordinator. You were right. I was wrong. I was wrong. And, and let me also point this out, though, and I'm going to go on Mark Ryan's show later today, right? I'm going to go on his show, and I made the bet with Mark or the promise that if Carolina scored 30-plus in the win, right, if they scored 30-plus in victory and – yeah, if they won the game, score 30 plus, I would take down the Fire Sat merch. Let, let me make something clear about that Fire Sat merch, by the way, because I because I've been getting hell for it. And I'm not sorry for it. Because listen, I'm a man of the people. The reason the Fire Sat merch happened was because I had hundreds, not a couple, hundreds of folks saying, Chris, you gotta make Fire Sat merch. We want it. We want it. We're... Who am I to not give the people? What they want. I, I I didn't imagine I'd be making this many Batman references on this show, but it's like when Bane, we give it back to you, the people. It's about the people. It's not about me. I'm an entrepreneur, though, baby. I'm a, I'm a business comma man. I'm going to give the people what they want. So people wanted Fire Sat merch. They got it. And you know what? Marcus Satterfield earned the right for it to be taken down. So kudos. You get a game ball as well. Clayton White, game ball. Incredible job by the defense. I, I thought did an amazing job in that second half, especially that fourth quarter, dropping their nuts. And then Pete Limbo, man. I mean, just he's been incredible all year. Uh, you know, special teams, it's not the sexiest or the flashiest facet of the game, but it's one that we need to talk about. It's one that we need to give even more attention to and credit to because it is a huge part of South Carolina's success. Uh, game balls to Spencer Rattler, man. I already read off his stat line. He was amazing. I know he had the early mistakes, but for him to on the road combat that, battle back, fight through it, 
you got to tip your freaking cap. Antoine Wells Jr., juice, amazing, a stud on the outside. Nate Atkins at tight end. I'll be honest, when, when South Carolina picked this guy up, I didn't expect much. I thought, okay, he's just going to fill a jersey. He'll probably just block for us a little bit. Ain't going to make any memorable plays. Well, I was wrong. Um, Nate Atkins, incredible. That one-handed catch, I mean, that was one of the best you'll see all year. Marcellus Dial with the big pick. I think that was in the fourth quarter, maybe late third. Either way, they'll have a big play. Uh, Nikki Mawari, you know, he – this is a special game ball, by the way, because Nikki Mawari – Nikki Mawari said when he committed, Clem sucks, you're on the clock. And he's a man of his word, which I can respect. So, Nicky Mawari also had a fumble recovery. Uh, Travion Kenyon had a fumble recovery. Shout out to him. He gets game ball. Kai Kroger, my God. my Dude, that was insane. And by the way, I want to make something very clear. Go look at his Twitter bio. TSUS athlete Kai Kroger. How about that? Love to see that. Kai Kroger, you're a legend. Kai, we love you. And then Mitch Jeter, man. He gets game ball as well for being, you know, his, his field goal was the difference in the game. And on that note, didn't Saturday... Didn't Saturday, in a lot of ways, feel a lot like 2006? Like, it had those vibes, right? Noon kickoff, South Carolina falls down, you might recall, in 06. Carolina was down 28-14, to 14, right? They were down 14 nothing on Saturday, came back. Like, it had a very, very, very similar vibe, didn't it? It was, it was really interesting and unique watching. And, uh, dude, just – I mean, I, I could keep going with the game balls, obviously, man, but every, everybody within that building, everybody within that program, I, I will say – Deserves a pat on the back because, you know, and I, I am someone that I will never apologize. And I don't think people should apologize for applying pressure and calling things for as they are. And two weeks ago to the date, at that point, we called things as they were, right? It was not good. <laughs> it was not good after the game in the Swamp. And for this team to rally around each other, to to take the adversity and use it as fuel, and to not let that game in the swamp define them, right? To bounce back in the way they did. You know, if you'd have just beaten Tennessee, what you say, and you lost to Clemson, I'd say, oh, that was a fluke. No fluke. There's, there's, there's just no fluke in this, right? This is a team, I mean, it's it's hard to comprehend how much different they look. But that that's why I say, guys, like everybody wants to know about SAD and what do we do now. And listen, guys, this week we got a lot of exciting content. I think Wednesday's show, either Wednesday or Friday, we're going to do – our postseason report card. And I'll talk more about, you know, Marcus Satterfield and get my opinion on what I think they should do. But um, to me, it's just something had to change. Like something, you know, I, I think there was a lot of resiliency in this team found themselves, but I think there was definitely a change of some sort. And I credit everybody in that building for making the necessary changes for, for, you know, realizing, hey, we just can't keep going on like this. Like, we got to do something. We got to put our foot down and, and playing together and confident. And, man, I mean, it just – the turnaround, incredible. And this season went from being – I mean, I literally, guys, I'll own up to it. Two weeks ago to the date, I went on Mark Ryan's show and said I'd give I'd give Shane Beamer a D-plus grade for the season. Because at that point, I was like, there has been nothing that is overachieved. There's been nothing that's gone beyond expectations. These – Last two weeks alone, and I will not spoil a grade here today because, again, I'm going to do my postseason report card. But, I mean, my goodness, it's going to be higher than a D plus. I can guarantee you that freaking much. I can guarantee you that much. Hey, let's let's move into a fun part of the show. Let's talk slap dick of the weekend. But is, this ain't going to be slap dick of the weekend. This is going to be slap dicks, plural, of the weekend. Because I got a long, long list. I kept receipts. 
I kept receipts. I kept all the receipts. I'm going to start with one. Now, listen, it, it, it's it's frowned upon, especially to at players, right? Don't do that. But it's frowned upon to, oh, they're just kids. Don't, don't talk about the kids that way. They're kids. They're just kids. And listen, I, I didn't tweet a specific name, nothing like that, okay? But I'm going to say it on the airwaves, okay? Because one of my slap dicks of the weekend is Antonio Williams, Clemson wide receiver. And if you have not heard the story, I'm sure you have all you tuned in. But let me just paraphrase it by saying that Antonio Williams was heavily, and I mean heavily recruited, okay, by Justin Stepp and this Gamecocks football staff. And long story short, he screwed them over. Flat out screwed them over, right? Pulled the rug out from under them, waited till he got the Clem Sucks offer, and dipped. Just wasted Carolina's time. And, you know, he he came, he tried to come to the facility and watch Dutch Fork, you know, I'm going to watch my, no, they kicked his ass out, which they should have. That was a smart move. But it was not, I didn't say anything about it in the moment, but it was not lost on me in that moment when Antonio Williams fumbled the football on that punt and South kind of recovered, I thought to myself, that is just poetic justice. I mean, that is karma at its finest and it just goes to show when you screw people over, it doesn't always bite you in the ass. It doesn't always bite you in the ass. But a lot of times, it's funny how it works itself out. It really is. Couldn't have happened to a better individual for what he did to Carolina football and this coaching staff. Could not have happened to a more deserving person. And I don't, like, hate Antonio Williams at that level, so I don't think I'm, like, wishing ill will on him. But from the sports side of things, I'm just saying – it's funny how things work out, isn't it? So Antonio Williams, he is one of the slap dicks of the week. And also the refs, slap dicks of the weekend. I, I, like that backwards pass alone, again, if we can't get that right, don't have replay. Refs, you're slap dicks. Uh, Clemson Tom, you're a slap dick attacking my, you know, uh, I'm going to go tip the guy this because he works with me. Do you have a job? Are you in your mom's basement? Bro, like come up with some new material. The people that troll me, come up with some new material. The mom's basement thing is as, like, dude, it's starting, like, all the jabs at this point on social media are just the same recycled shit from, like, four years ago. Like, even to the to the, to the Carolina slapdick community, like, come up with some new material. Like, say something about my nose or my ears or my, or my, my hair or just something. Like, you know, say something. You know what I mean? Tell me I'm not funny or something. I, I'd say something. Like, do you want me to help you? Do you want me to help? But Clemson Tom comes out of retirement, makes an outrageously just ridiculous, absurd six-minute video that nobody watched. Nobody watched the full thing. I did. I did. I, I wanted to hear what Clemson Tom had to say. But uh, Clemson Tom, slap dick, for sure. Major slap dick. Um, oh, this is this is maybe my favorite. Shadow of Death Valley. Crayon-eating, goat-fucking piece of shit, Shadow of Death Valley. Shadow of Death Valley, if you're listening to this, you have permission to use this clip along with every other clip I've made over the last 48, 72 hours or so for your latest highlight video, okay? So I want you to know that you piece of shit, you're more than welcome to use all these sound bites that you're hearing. You can use all of them. So I just want to let you know, I want to let you know you have my permission, although you didn't ask it last year. I appreciate that free commercial you gave me last year. But Shadow of Death Valley on Twitter, if you're not familiar, the slapdick of all slapdicks lived in our mentions, lived in my replies, lived in Gamecocks football's tweets. And it took him 
what, over 24 hours to say anything on Twitter? I had a cooling off period. What a bitch. What a bitch. Had a cooling off. If if South Carolina had lost, if Clem Sucks had drove down that field and kicked a game-winning field goal, and I had, well, guys, I'm not going to put out a post-game video so I can have my cooling off period. Oh, my God. I would have gotten dragged. Shadow of Death Valley, go climb back into your hole, you scumbag piece of shit. So you're a slap dick. Uh, Christopher Morton on IG, you can eat shit. Charles loves Jessica on IG, you can eat shit. Both of you live in my comments. You ain't saying shit now because you're pieces of shit. Uh, Clem sucks, Barstool, you're trash. Facebook, all you Facebook commenters, all you, all you little minions, all you, all you boomers that live in the comments, you, you Clem sucks folk who have been in our comments all season. You can all eat shit as well. You can all hold it. You can all hold this cock. You can do whatever you like, whatever makes you feel better. I don't know. Hey, continue to comment. We'll continue to talk shit to you because you deserve it. And uh, I don't know. Everybody else that wears orange and purple too. You can all you can all eat shit also. So I, I don't really give a damn. Hey. I'm talking my shit. I'm doing my thing. Like I said, I'm your worst nightmare. Clem sucks, people. I doubt there's many tuned into this, but uh, you can use this. Anybody wants to use this, any Carolina folk out there, use it for your Clem sucks buddies. You're more than welcome. Um, yeah. I, I Listen, this, this is a long time coming. I've, I've kept my mouth shut for the most part in regards to people just flooding my mentions for years and years and years because Clem sucks had the upper hand. They had the upper hand in regards to they were beating Carolina. Well, guess what? No more. No more. And we got a lot of lost time to make up for, don't we, Gamecocks? We got a lot of lost time to make up for, don't we? So make sure you give them hell all week long and all throughout the year. Uh, let's finally move into our Cock Commander Award. And, guys, I try to switch it up, right, with the Cock Commander Award. And, uh, you know, just 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 vary who gets this, right? And so I thought, should it go to a specific player, coordinator, fans, what have you? I'm giving the Cock Commander Award to Shane Beamer. And what's 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 so special about this is it's the final one of the of the regular season, I should say, because we will, you know, of course we'll have the Cock Commander MVP award for the bowl game. But Shane Beamer, the job that he has done for this football team in year two and his football program. Because guys, we're still, when you keep it in perspective, I know everybody's impatient. We have no patience, right? But we're not that far removed from going four and eight and two and eight. And we're not far removed from that. Right. When you think about what Shane Beamer has done, an eight and four season. And I told you guys over summer, right? You might recall I said I would kill to go eight and four. I'd sign up for it right now. I'd sign up for eight and four right now. Leading this football team to back to back wins over top ten teams. First time ever. And not just leading this team to back-to-back wins over top 10 teams, but leading this team out of, out of the depth they were in after that game against Florida. That, that, that takes real leadership. That takes a special man at the top. That takes a special leader, right? A special motivator. Someone with, with, with immense character. And we are very, very fortunate. And I'm grateful to say that Shane Beamer is our head football coach. And it's like I told you guys over the summer when I did my – my Carolina Alehouse tour stuff, whatever. I, you know, I, I said that I don't know if Shane Beamer is going to win the SEC. I don't. I don't know if he's going to win the national title. I have no idea. I can't predict those things. I, I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. I think so. I don't think he'd be here if we didn't believe that. But I can't say for certain. But what I can say for certain is that Shane Beamer is going to lead this program and leave it whenever his time is up. And hopefully, that's not for a long, long time. But he's going to leave it in a much better position than he found it. 
And that's because of his character, his leadership, the way he does things, the way he operates, you know, the family that he comes from and how he was raised and how he's built. I, again, you just you just don't win these last two games, and especially that game in Clem sucks when you could have folded. I mean, Tennessee started great from the jump. You went down 14 to nothing, you didn't flinch. You kept jabbing, you kept punching, you kept fighting. And eventually you got the W. So I, I just you just got to give all the credit in the world to Shane Beamer. So many individual efforts that lead to his success, but without Shane Beamer and his leadership and things he's put in place and the systems he's implemented, and I, none of it's possible. None of it's possible. So I give Shane Beamer all the credit in the world. Beamer ball to the freaking moon. Um, coach, you're the real MVP. And that entire coaching staff, man, I just I, I, I want to say – I want to say, honestly, from the fan side, I, and I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to that entire coaching staff. I want to say thank you to this football team. You know, it was, it was, a, str- it was a struggle at times, right? It wasn't always pretty, but, um, you know, we, we, are, we, we, we critique and we, we, you know, we say certain things we do because we're passionate, because we love South Carolina football and we love this program and we want to see the best for it. We feel like we know what it's capable of, right, and – and these guys, you know, sometimes, listen, sometimes we say things that are like, hey, you know, but these guys just continue to fight and believe and, and control what they can control on the inside and and uh, give us this product that we love to watch each and every single weekend over a three-month period, which is Gamecocks football. And I just – I can't say thank you enough to those guys for the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears they put in. And obviously, I know they're on the road recruiting, but, uh, you know, if there's anybody any, – any of them out there listening, I, you know, I, you'd be surprised who listens to the podcast. But if there's any of them out there listening, those in the building, man, I want to say thank you all so much. The entire staff, support staff, players, everybody, man, everybody. It's 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 incredible. This season was – what a ride. This regular season was was one we'll never forget for sure. So, Anyways, all right, let's move into a couple of news and notes, guys. Before we do, hey, listen, the Clem Sucks Pack ain't going to smoke itself, baby. And where are you going to get a Clem Sucks Pack from? Our friends at Carolina Cigars. Guys, Carolina Cigars has been in operation since 2008. Recently taken over by the Peterson family in 2020. Now, whether you're new to the cigar scene or you've been enjoying cigars your entire life, Carolina Cigars has the expertise and knowledge to make your visit to their shop enjoyable. Stop by for a fine cigar and experience their classic cigar lounge where people come together, share conversations, and become friends. So if you're in a cigars and you're on Hilton Head Island, you really do need to go by and visit them. They offer same-day shipping nationwide, free delivery island-wide for weddings and all special occasions. They're also proud to offer premium cigars at nine outside humidor locations around Hilton Head Island, and they offer special events throughout the year. They want to talk to you. They want to engage. They want to share with you their cigar selection they're very proud of and their beautiful cigar lounge. So when you're in the low country, there's only one place for cigars. That's Carolina Cigars. And, guys, there's only one place that I get my cigars. That's Carolina Cigars, Hilton Head Island's premier cigar merchant. Come and share your passion. It's all there at Carolina Cigars. You can find them on Instagram at Carolina underscore cigars. That's at Carolina underscore cigars. Or give them a call today at 843-681-8600. That's 843-681-8600. Smoke them if you got them and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Okay, just a couple of quick notes to get into, guys. South Carolina ranked. 20th in the AP and the coaches poll, the Gamecocks are officially back in the top 25. And here's a crazy stat, guys. It's the first time South Carolina has finished the season in the top 25 since 2013. So Beamer ball to the freaking moon. Great things are happening. Guys, I know Clem sucks being ranked 10th is a, is a joke, but 
whatever. And now we just await for championship weekend to take place, and then we will find out this time next week, we will know where the Gamecocks are going bowling. Cannot wait to find out and talk about it. And uh, yeah, we'll see you at the bowl game. All right, let's dive into your listener questions and voicemails. We will start there. Here we go. hard to believe the last time I called was two weeks ago after the Florida game, and look at how much has changed for everything Gamecock-wise. Um, wow. Just hats off to Shane Beamer and his guys. Our team, just unbelievable. I, I just can't say enough, but let's give a shout-out to all the Clemson fans, and you know what I'm talking about, the ones you credited in your post game video. All the ones that have just went inside of their hill, you know, and off out of their ass for years and months, the entire offseason, about how the A-bombs come and they own us, da, 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 all that shit, and they're gone. Silence. Nothing. And this isn't categorizing all Tater fans because I know that, you know, a, a lot of them did it with Dre. They, they were very at sportsmanship and stuff like this, but you know who I'm talking about. It is hilarious. And I, I say this message to everybody listening to this, this voicemail and this podcast is let's give them hell for 365 great days, baby. And Chris, my man, keep the content going. Always love your stuff. Always wish you the best, my friend. Take care. Tim, you're a legend. I appreciate you calling in. And let me also echo what you just said because – to all those Clem Sucks fans, and I feel like there are very few that took it with grace and have great sportsmanship, but to you, hey, listen, I'm not talking to you. If what I say bothers you, maybe the shoe fits and maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror, but the people that live in my comments that I refer to, none of them have sportsmanship. None of them take it with grace, quote unquote. So disrespectfully, to the Clem Sucks folks I'm talking about, disrespectfully, you can kick rocks for all I care. All right, let's keep it moving. Chris, it's Evan. Go damn Gamecocks. What a night. What a two-game knockoff playoff win. You know, I love you still, love everything that you do, love everything that you say. You know, I agree with 100% everything. Every single thing you say is 100%. I agree with you. Love love the show again. I'm just going to keep on saying that. But go damn game talk. Can't wait till next year. Evan, you're the man. I appreciate the kind words, my dude. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the kind words. Let's keep it rolling. What's up, Chris? Holy shit, what a game in Clemson today. Can't believe it. You know, Spencer Rattler made some mistakes early on. He made some great plays throughout the game. You know, DJ looked really good. The entire game, pretty much. But I think the biggest takeaway from this one is that Dan Beamer or Coach Dabo Sweeney. That's the thing I take away from this game. It feels good to be good. My man, I appreciate the voicemail. Yeah, and that that's definitely something to note again why Shane Beamer gets the Cock Commander Award. The coaching job. I mean, just I thought the game plan was masterful against them. And uh yeah, just beautiful to see it executed. Let's keep it moving. Thanks for all you do. Appreciate it. Oh, here we go. 
caught up in Norfolk, Virginia. I just uh, wanted to call and say, you know, last year, going through the schedule for this year, you know, I knew that we'd have the talent. I knew that things were looking good, but I'll tell you one thing, this is not how I expected to go eight and four in the regular season. It was just uh, it's a hell of a way to close things out. First time we beat him in so many years. It feels good to be good. I just want to say, uh, go Cox, Beaver Rattler, 24, and uh, thanks for all you do. Appreciate it. Feels good to be good. Shout out to Norfolk, Virginia, by the way. Big, uh, big Beamer ball country. All right, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Chris, this is your boy WD40 from YouTube. Just wanted to come at you and let you know that my guess was almost correct with 35 to 31. Uh, 31-30, still a good score. Go Cox and uh, Blake Clinton. How about that? WD-40, shout out to you. By, and by the way, shout out to Let There Be Slam, who tunes in a TDC on a daily basis, uh, coming out to the watch party on Saturday. That was awesome. It's so cool to meet people from, uh, you know, from from TDC or from the internet, if you will. Uh, no, nah, it's awesome. So, all right, let's keep going. we got plenty, plenty of voicemails. very frustrating nine years of my life ever since i graduated from high school my whole high school years would be constant every year and then when i got into college we started losing and now i'm working on my doctorate at west virginia university and i'm still repping the game talk and i'm just very happy that we finally beat clemson got that monkey all carved up and beat that monkey dapple queen so go cox and Clem sucks. Bye. Yours truly, Vanderbilt Singleton. Vanderbilt Singleton. Drop the mic on him, my guy. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, let's keep it going. Travis, I'm in Diamond Columbia. Just watch the game at home, buddy. I don't know what that Beamer ball is making you feel like, buddy. I had a great time watching that game. Rappers throwing the shit around. Hey. Billy, short, sweet to the point. I appreciate it, my guy. Let's keep rolling. From uh, Casey, South Carolina. I think Rattler has to stay next year just to prove a point, and he could be possibly a top 10 pick or a top five pick next year. So, go Cox and see another year, Rattler. We we shall see. Appreciate it. We got two more, and then we'll dive into your questions, and we'll get out of here. First of all, I want to say go Gamecocks. How about them Gamecocks today, boy? Uh, I just wanted to say, what was up with Clemson's offense today? They had a very good running back in Shipley. I don't know why they didn't run him more. Uh, I don't know what was going on that game with the offense, but come uh, on, man. I just what you had to say about that. Yeah, I appreciate the voicemail. I would say that my fire sat merch is going to be converted into fire street mer- streeter merch. Excuse me, that's his name. Uh, I, I think the Clem sucks folk. I think that's my new business venture. I, you know, listen, I don't know why Clem sucks did what they did. Um, South Carolina did not fold under pressure, and and they did. Bottom line, in a story, and like I said, 
They ought to be grateful. They only lost by one because we should have beat their ass even more so than we did. One final voicemail. Here we go. Chris, I am a junior at South Carolina right now. I've been a lifelong Gamecock fan. Saw us when we were at the peak. Five straight over Clemson. Saw the downfalls. Saw the bad years. This is the best I've ever felt as a South Carolina football fan. All the smack that Clemson has caused. All of this. We just went out there and showed up. That's all you can ask for. I love it, my guy. What a legend. What a legend. What a what a what a final voicemail to go out. <laughs> oh my God. I, I couldn't have put it any better myself, my guy. That was that was epic. That was epic. All right. <laughs> let's uh let's get into these questions here. I, I've reposted so many things on our Instagram story. It's almost hard for me to get to the questions here. Let's see. Where is it? Let's see. Okay, let me try to find this real quick. Hopefully, these will pull up. If they don't, we're just going to end the show here. Um, nah, seriously, I appreciate y'all calling in, and engaging. That was <laughs> that's got me that's got me rolling, man. That was incredible. That was incredible. Let's see. Okay, and also, I want to say thank y'all to engaging on social media, man. Social media has been a blast. I mean, when 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 you win a game like that, you you just you we can't post enough content. So I, I want to say thank y'all. Um, I have a blast with it. I have a blast with it for sure. Okay, so Instagram's going to be dumb. I guess we won't take any questions there, guys. If you have questions, you want to say something, whatever, TDC this week, noon to 2, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. You can find us there. Um, beyond that, man, thank you all so much for tuning in. Appreciate you all, the love, the support. Let's have one hell of a week. Go Cox. Hey, Clem sucks. Sucks to suck. Y'all have a great Monday. We will talk to you all on Wednesday. 